This is the Sam Hoiberg Show, coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here is your host, Nebraska basketball's Sam Hoiberg. All right, welcome into the Ticket Weeknights. I am Harrison Arnes. Going to run the ship here for this one, but this is the Sam Hoiberg Show. Uh, we got the trees in here today. Sam Hoiberg, Ron, and Oleg Koyanets. Am I saying that right? Your last name there? Yeah, All right, good deal. Sounds pretty good. And then uh, Wilhelm Bradenbach as well. So like I said, uh, I know we stepped in here. I was CJ Foreman. I was a pretty tall guy, and these guys were down above him quite a bit. Uh, but I f- suppose we'll throw it to Sam here. If you guys got any questions through the show, hit up the Sarder Heyman text line, 402 402- Four six four five six eight five. Uh, but yeah, Sam, I'll let you take over, and I suppose the best place to start is just kind of trying to figure out how these guys landed here in Nebraska. Yeah, so I just want to kind of do my own introduction. Yeah, go so, for it. Yeah, we got Oleg and Will, two of the funniest guys I know probably, and this the duo of them is just hilarious to see, and they're, they're roommates now, but yeah, this is Oleg and Will. So we'll start with Oleg. Oleg, how did you choose Nebraska? So I kind of the first choice I had to make is where to go to college at all so probably that was kind of more difficult for me and from that point I always wanted to know that I wanted to go to US and play college basketball so I came here for one year in uh, high school in Ohio it didn't turn out that well for me I got injured but I so I got a couple offers from that point and I thought Nebraska was a really good one especially since playing a tough league I thought that the coaches were great here and the overall system and I liked it and I kind of just went with it (laughs) and Will how about you um I mean just kind of coming out of high school kind of just going through the recruiting process, it just felt like the best fit for me, I would say, from a coaching standpoint and just a, a city as a whole and just the, the fan base and the environment. I think it was just ultimately the best fit. So, Oleg, I want to switch back to you now. Like, where do you see yourself going in the future for basketball? Because we've talked about this a few times, but I think it's kind of interesting, like, your main goal. So just tell the radio about that. My main goal is probably right now is to get as best as I can be and dominate in college basketball, at least try to be there. And from that point, I think I'll figure out where I'll go and play. So you Hopefully And you really want to play for your national team too, right? That's yes, a that's a dream. I yeah. really would like to play for my national team. Yeah. And then do you want to play pro there, or what, what's the goal? Uh... Well, I I really don't know, Sam. Yeah, fair. <laughs> and then Will, so you obviously have big German background. Do you have you thought about playing on the national team? Obviously, we have Sam Griesel playing that for I think the U twenty team. Is that what it was? Yeah, U twenty. Yeah. So have you thought about that? Uh yeah. I mean, obviously, it'd be an, a, a nice thing to do, but obviously, not having lived in Germany before and just having having family over there it makes it tough just because i don't have that immediate connection i'd say but if the opportunity ever came up obviously i would i would love to do that so 
Then, Oleg, I, I kind of want to ask you, coming from Lithuania, what was kind of basketball like growing up there uh, compared to when you jump over to the U.S. and start playing there comparison style-wise? Because you see it a lot, uh, especially in the Olympics, those two styles kind of clash, and some of those more European teams almost have an edge on kind of the one-man show in U.S. basketball. So maybe talk a little bit about kind of that difference in that transition. So the main difference, I would say, basketball in Europe is a little bit slower, and you'd have a little bit more strategy uh, compared to like NBA definitely the college as well I would say and so that would be the main difference yeah All right. and when did you kind of start playing over in Lithuania when did you start really kind of getting involved in basketball and really seeing yourself going forward with it like at what age yeah what age uh, I'd say 14 15 Okay, I didn't cool. start that early. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you haven't been playing very long. I didn't know that. I mean, I played for a little bit as like when I was a kid, but I wasn't really good, <laughs> and I didn't really even like playing at that point. Mm -hmm. So when did you start to like it? That is. Yeah. Was it like the growth spurt that like really helped out with that, no, or I was it just I, I, like playing and then eventually you're like you kind of got the knack of it? I didn't have a growth spurt. So. Oh, you're just always tall. No. <laughs> Straight out of the womb, seven feet tall. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I just never stopped growing. All right, Will, how, when did you get tall? Uh, I mean, I kind of, same thing. I've kind of always been tall. I, I grew in, like, seventh and eighth grade. I grew probably, like, three or four inches, I'd say. So that was kind of the big one. But besides that, I've kind of always been tall. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because real quick, what are you guys, for, for our listeners out there, because we got, I believe you're seven foot, right? Seven foot even? Yes. And then, uh, well, you're about, what, 6'10"? 6'10". 6'10", yeah. So as, as the season's kind of going forward, um, obviously you guys being kind of the tall guys in there, what, what do you kind of see your roles being on this team? Are you trying to be more of a stretch five, stretch four? Um, or are you just thinking more block focused? I know Fred Hoiberg's offense, he kind of likes to get people spread out. Uh, so maybe kind of what you see are your personal goals this season for the team. Well, block focus, well, I know. Our team doesn't like us jumping a lot. We're trying to keep us on the ground so we wouldn't get in foul trouble. But <laughs> I think he's he's talking about it's like playing on the block. Yeah, like oh, the playing block. Yeah, oh. like post, like post. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think uh, I mean a little bit of everything. <laughs> Be you, you've been developing a jump shot though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He shoots he shoots threes a lot outside of practice and he's he hits some pretty good rate now, so that's that's coming soon to his game. He hasn't added it in the live <laughs> stuff, but he's working on it. So you are you are looking at that three point shot a little more as your your game gets better? Uh, I think so. It's good to hear. I'd love to hear that. Uh and then Will, kinda going to you. Obviously last year you were hurt, that really hurt you kinda off the bat early in the season. Uh what are you kinda looking forward to this season, you know, with the fresh start? Um, and if you're feeling healthy and you're feeling good going into the season? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I am. First off, I am feeling feeling better. I've been full clear for a while now, so I'm just about knocked all the rust off and I'm ready to go. But as far as, like, games, it's kind of just – it depends on, on the game, I'd say. It depends on the matchups, um, where I'll play. Like, I'll play whatever position gives us the best chance to win. So whether that's the four or the five, it doesn't really matter to me. So I think it all depends on matchups and kind of the, the advantages we have. Yeah, absolutely. And then Sam, 
Uh, obviously, with you, you said these guys are the funniest guys. What, what makes them be the funniest guys on the team? I mean, me and Will basically have like our own whole. We've adapted an accent from TikTok, like the <laughs> East Coast Italian accent. I don't know if we should bring it out on air yet, but <laughs> it's not ready. No. <laughs> it's not ready. Um, come on. Yeah, but I mean, we talk about we talk like that about. 75% of our conversations probably it was getting up to 90 probably at one point last year but uh and then they're just they're dynamic together like I've seen I've been in the locker room I've walked in on them like fake fighting but like kind of real fighting before it's just hilarious to watch and they're obviously both 7 foot and 6 10 so that just makes it funnier would you guys say you're the funniest guys on the team mm, I don't know well yeah, yeah I don't really I don't really try to be funny, nor do I look to rank it, but I don't know. I mean, I think we have a pretty good pretty good relationship, so. I, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, so that, kind of talking about that relationship, obviously some new faces on the team. How do you guys kind of think the team's coming together? Obviously it's still early. There's still some work to do, but you got a little some exhibitions in there. How do you feel about this team coming together right now? I feel good. I feel good. Very good. Yeah, I think I think we've come together pretty well. I mean, we all we all like each other. We all spend time with each other off the court, which I I think is really important. And then on the court, it definitely translates. So, I mean, I think we're getting along really well. Everybody's built a lot of good relationships, and I'd say I'm I'm really good friends with every, every single person on our team from top to bottom. So, yeah. Yeah, it's always good because I always emphasize this quite a bit. But a lot of times, you look at the best teams out there. Um, a lot of those championship teams, NBA, college, whatever it may be, those guys really do come together. It's almost like a family at the end. As cheesy as it sounds, I, I do think you have to come together as a team and you have to care about more than just your personal goals for the season, maybe not just trying to get to the NBA or whatever you, path you choose, uh, but coming together. So, Sam, I don't know how much you can talk about this, obviously, but as the offense is kind of clicking together, what are some of the things you guys are going to – emphasis going into the season i mean we have put in a lot of like sets lately so we i mean we have a big variety of like fast pace moving offense like you have to have pace for it to work but mm -hmm. i'm not going to give away like any plays obviously <laughs> yeah, right we, we have some stuff that i mean and then a lot of it just turns into just playing like if the play doesn't work and our guys are really like they're moving the ball really well like we had a scrimmage today and playing against them like the starting group like it was hard to guard like they're moving it really well shooting it really well so i think really just the main thing is the ball movement and just sharing the ball is going to be our biggest emphasis but i, I think our team's going to do really well with that yeah i think i think you kind of nailed it there i think that's gonna be key for the season too because last year you look at some of the games that you guys played better in uh some of the games that you won especially towards the end of the season that ball movement just got way better and it didn't look so sticky there was a lot of times where it's not like there was a lack of effort, but it looked like guys were still trying to find themselves and like, where do I need to be to set up my teammates or even to set myself up? Uh, with this coming in, you said it, you added some more plays. Do you feel like you're building off of last season into just continuing to refine this offense? Yeah, uh, I mean, we we put in like our base system. I think it was, help me out, was it like towards the end of last season? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. towards the end of the year, yeah. yeah. Oh, so you changed more, it more up. through Derek, yeah, like okay, like towards the end of the year, and that's when it really started clicking. And then we've used those as like kind of two like bases, and then we've used that and really just expanded off of them. 
Okay, so that that makes sense. So in that transition last year where we got to see a lot more Derek Walker, is that kind of that window when that happened? Uh, yeah, I mean, because we just – I mean, not even necessarily him scoring more, but we just use him as more of a – like as a passing threat because he's a really good passer. And yeah, getting on top of the key him. a lot more, yeah. felt like, or the elbows. Yeah, yeah, the elbow, and trusting him to just make the right play. So I think that was – if you recognize that, that was probably when that change happened. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, that's when the team really started clicking. You had a little bit of momentum at the end there where people were really starting to watch this team because you guys were – finally it looked like you are putting it together. Um, obviously, you lose McGowan's. But that's that's always going to be hard to replace. But you do like the guys you brought in. Obviously, Sam Greasel is huge for you guys. That's another tall guy on this team. And that's one thing I think this year uh, that might really give you guys an edge, especially in the Big Ten play. It's always gritty. It's always a lot of just big, tall dudes with strong fundamentals. Um I know, like you were saying, it's a lot more up and down um, compared to Europe, but I just feel like the Big Ten in particular is a lot more slowed down pace. And with your guys' height, I think that's just going to be a huge, huge strength for you guys. I mean, you look across, Sam Griesel, 6'7". Obviously, you guys both in here, we got seven foot and 6'10". Um, and then Derek Walker, you still got Wiltshire. You're, you got a group of guys now uh, that I think can really fit in that Big Ten picture and get a lot of wins just simply off the height. And that should certainly help the rebounding too, I imagine. Uh, that's kind of my thoughts on it. How do you think that height is necessarily going to benefit you guys this year? Yeah, I mean, we definitely have a lot more length, I think, in the guard position. And, like, Blaze, obviously, I think you forgot to mention him. He's oh, yeah, yeah, six, that's another one. 11-ish. And then Juwan, athletic, tall. So I think the rebounding is definitely going to take a big step as long as we just do the right thing to get the rebound. And then, yeah, I mean, defensively it's just going to be huge because, I mean, there were times last year, like, where we had, like, Casey and Kobe on the floor. Like, mm -hmm. great basketball players, but they're not very tall. So, like, we're not going to be – it's just harder to guard at that point. And then we have a lot more length across the board. So that's going to help us, I think. Yeah, and then uh, do you guys think it's going to be you're going to be mixing in any zones there, or is it based on the height you got, or is it just going to be kind of like last year, uh, emphasis is man on man, just try to lock it up. Oh, I mean we we have put in a little bit, so we'll we'll see. I won't. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to give yeah. you spoilers away. You don't got to yeah. tell me yeah. <laughs> what you're running, but uh, with that being said, before we get to our first break here, I do kind of want to talk about where you came from too, Will. Um, kind of talk about your origin and then what eventually just landed you here in nebraska uh i mean yeah i i guess i kind of i grew up out, outside of los angeles like our side of los angeles and then i went to high school at modern day which is probably 45 minutes from from my house and then um pretty good basketball program there so um yeah i mean i just developed there and then yeah like i like i said earlier just kind of went through the recruiting process and ultimately thought that nebraska was the was the best spot for me so yeah here we are i will say a fun fact about will is i had no idea who he was but i watched so modern day used to have these youtube videos against like top like sierra canyon oh yeah yeah, yeah like balls life videos because they had like will and Devin Askew and playing against other top guys and i saw will he was a guy with goggles and <laughs> was always like in the thumbnails and stuff and I, I always loved watching him in the videos, and then a couple of years later, he's being recruited. I met him, and then now we're playing together. So the videos match the match what you were seeing when you met him in person. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and then real quick from the text line, uh, Augie asks, "Who's going to be the man that does the dirty work this year with defense, rebounding, and all the little things?" And obviously, the answer to that's a collective effort. Uh, but is there any guy you've seen 
you know, in practice that he's just he's just a grinder out there, and he's really just hitting the floor almost like a Draymond Green uh, kind of guy out there on the team, you've noticed. Uh, I would say that Jawan probably sticks out the most, and yep. then Blaze, I think they're kind of just – it's just nonstop, really. Like, Jawan just has a knack for – I was talking about it today. He just has a knack for being around the ball when the shot goes up. I mean, he just finds himself near the ball, and he's very good at using his body, and kind of he just goes and goes and goes. And Blaze, same thing. He's super strong. He can move. He moves people out of the way. <laughs> um, very physical. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, Sam, I know you were kind of talking about Blaze last time, too, being that guy. Are you kind of seeing those same things from him? Yeah, I mean, like, the other day I just compared him. Like, he's literally like a rhino running through. You cannot <laughs> stop him. Like, no matter how hard you try to block him out, he's going to get the rebound. So, like, we I think we did a rebounding drill, and he got, like, probably it's like a circle box out, and he runs in from the – everyone runs in from the, like, three-point line. I think he got, like, five straight rebounds, <laughs> and it was just impossible to stop. But, yeah, and then I think another person who's going to be, like, the fly-around guy is, like, E-Man. He, I mean, he's always. Oh yeah, I can see that. He's yeah. got some speed on you too that, yeah. that you wouldn't him, really expect. Him and Denham, yeah, like they can fly out from out of nowhere and to contest a shot. So like those guys are really good at that part and just being like defensive dogs, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with that being said, though, we do got to get to our first break. Uh, this is the Sam Hoyberg Show. We got these guys all the way up until 7 o'clock, so be sure to stay tuned in. If you got any questions for him, obviously, as we're getting closer to the season, hit up the Starter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. And we'll keep the hotline open as well. Same number, 402-464-5685. Uh, but we're going to throw it to break here. This is the Sam Hoyberg Show. We will be back after this. <laughs> 